This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. And you're listening to That's the Ticket. Now, today marks a uh, rather special episode. Uh, it's episode 150 of this podcast. So um, I'm welcoming back a longtime friend of the show and uh, my first ever guest, actually. Uh, Yvonne from Right on the Arts is here. Hi. And <laughs> get in there with the hi. Hi. Hi, Yvonne. Hi. Welcome back. Thanks. You're starting stuff <laughs> at a high caliber. <laughs> but um, there is an and. Uh, we're low-key getting back to uh, HVAC, Hannah and Yvonne answer questions territory, except uh, this time we've extended the panel a bit uh, to turn it into just a big old theatre chat. Um, I'm very pleased to welcome Tracy from Waikato Costume Hire to the show. Kia ora, Tracy. Hi, how's it going? Uh, not too bad. Uh, thanks for joining me. I feel like it's a great way to celebrate 150 episodes because I've got um, something old, something new and something blue. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, oh my goodness, I'm so offended. Rude. It's, it's okay, I've got a backup guest if you decide to walk out mid-show. <laughs> no, I meant old as old friend of the show, not age. Right. Nothing like that. Sure, sure. Come on now. Um, <laughs> Tracy's just sitting here being like, what have I signed up for? Why am I yeah, here? Yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> but I guess I think we'll, we'll give Yvonne a break to be outraged. Well, I just I just want to talk about Waikato Costume Hire. Yvonne, you can kind of chime in if you want, because you're almost here in a co-host capacity. We'll see if you're up to it. No, I'm offended. I can't talk anymore. <laughs> this is, we're literally like two minutes into the show. And I've already yeah, stuffed that's it up. the quickest you've ever offended me, so oh, we're doing well. Well, it's, it's episode 150, so I've got to make a compelling case for listeners out there who may come on the show. Uh, reasons why they shouldn't, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, I kid. But um, I guess, Tracy, Waikato Costume Hire, it's kind of, it's been around for a bit, yes. but it hasn't always been you, correct? No, that is correct. I believe the business has been around since, uh, for about 20 years. Yeah. Um, previously known as Tops and Tails. Yes. Um, the name changed, I think, about two years ago from the previous owner mm. from me. Um, and, yeah, I, I'm very proud to be the new owner of Waikato Costume Hire. I mean, I will say when I found out that you were going to, you know, take on Waikato Costume Hire, I was like, oh, my gosh, this makes so much sense. <laughs> I think because those of us in the in the theatre community, and Yvonne, you can probably relate to this, is we've all been in all the costume shops around town, and so we all kind of have an association with them, but now it feels it's like... One of us is in the show. Oh, I was just going to say that it's yeah. one of us. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in the family. Yeah, yeah. And that's how I f- how I want it to feel. Is yeah. And so you you took over the shop this year, May. May, May. we took over first of May. Oh crikey! Yeah. How's it been going? Great. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's doing really well. That's good. I mean, I'm just thinking there's been quite a lot on, you know, that probably warranted 
people coming in. Like that's a weird way of putting that. I'm just thinking like last week was the darts, New Zealand yep. darts masters. Yep. People dress up for that, and I'm like, oh, you probably had people coming do in. They? What do they wear to the darts? It's, all sorts. It, it's kind of similar to like the sevens. You know how the sevens oh, yeah. they right. get all dressed yeah. up and stuff like that. Um, yeah, we had had a few groups come in and. And dress like they'd have a theme for their table or yeah. whatever. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, no, it, was, yeah. it was really cool. Yeah. yeah. And because yeah. I actually attended the darts and that, that thought crossed my mind because I saw all these people dressed up and I'm like, oh, I wonder if, you know, I wonder if they went and visited Tracy. Because some people really <laughs> looked like I'm like, you're not, you're not, you're going all in with this. Like, you're not don't going 50%. Like, everyone's yeah. up here. But I mean, I feel like you're living the dream. <laughs> in the set, well, it just seems so like obviously there's like a lot of hard work involved. Yeah. Like it's no mean feat, but it also just seems like it's quite fun. It's, it, I, like I say to people, I don't feel like I'm going to work. Oh, that's I, what you I'm, want. I'm going to have fun. That's kind of like, yeah. I mean, I feel that my 39 plus years of theatre have come to this moment. Mm. Yeah. And it was a bit like a no brainer when I was offered it. And yeah, we it, well, sort of the decision was pretty easy, really, um, for us to take it over. Oh, how good! And I mean, yeah. I guess I mean I'm assuming knowledge, but or I'm assuming that everyone knows kind of why this, <laughs> why Waikato costume hire exists. But I guess what you guys do, yeah. How would how would yeah. we summarize that? Um, I think again, it's the experience, um, costuming for shows. I think helps a lot and I can get a cohesive like outfit together and mm. and, and I, I mean Google's fantastic because you can look up stuff and, and I'm a very particular attention to detail person and I like them to make sure that they have all those little extra details to yeah. complete their outfit. Because I feel like we all just imagine like you've just got a bunch of kind of pre-made everything's just hanging on a coat hanger and you're like, I want to look like this very specific thing. And you'll just be like, here you go. When really these admin of like putting it together yep. and obviously it has to fit the person and there's all this kind yes. of extra stuff yes. involved. It's not just a, you point at what you want and you got it. Yeah, exactly. And I, I mean, the pre-made costumes have their place, but mm. I like, I would rather put an outfit together. Yeah, if you know what I mean. You know, there's I mean specific um, characters. Yes, you have to have it. Mm. You know, pre-made, whatever. But um, I think people love the fact that I do have that other knowledge of saying, well, actually, you you need this or you need you know that accessory to go with that to complete your outfit mm. fully. Yeah, fully. So, and and I, I think it, yeah, it comes stems back from doing the years of theatre and and that'll help. As, as Joy always <laughs> said. It's always in the accessories. Every outfit is the in the accessories. And and I, yeah, absolutely, and it's there. It's it's yeah. Um, I guess I've just had a brainwave. I'm like, oh, we should have recorded this episode in the shop. Oh, I'm yeah. like, oh, would have been, you know, oh, yes. And we should have done it like on video or something, or and all dressed, and dressed up, up. <laughs> yeah, and then like chopped and changed halfway through. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Maybe for like maybe another day. Yeah, yeah. Episode two hundred and fifty yeah. episodes. Done. 
or our, or my first year anniversary of the shop or something. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Oh, so know, I don't know. Okay, cool. We've, I'm in. Yeah, we've talked about it on That's the Ticket, so that means it has to, it has to happen. Like, we yeah. have to be accountable yeah. for it. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying, it's probably a nice little like nook for it. You Obviously, mm. there's a lot of kind of fabric around that would help cushion the sound and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, I, I don't know why I decided to say that on the show, but, you know, here we are. Yeah. And, okay, so you guys are located in Hamilton East. That is correct. Um, full address? 33C Brookfield Street. Okay. Just off Grey Street. Yes. At the Gardens End. Yeah. So, yeah. Pop in, have a visit. Um, there is a Facebook page, which is quite great. Yes. Give it a like. Yep. Stay up to date. Yep, I'm working on that. <laughs> The social media site is not that up to date. I'm working at the moment on the the actual website. Oh, yes. Which I think we're almost there, apart from need lots more photos. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Are, you, are you looking for models? We are potentially looking, yes, <laughs> at, at having an evening or two of, yeah, getting people together and... I love that. And taking photos and, yeah, you know. We all know people who'd be keen. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. And I want all shapes, sizes, yeah. you know, ages, everything, you know. I want everybody to be, because we've got so much to offer. It's, yeah. Sweet. If you're looking for an ageing millennial, I'm perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're looking sure. for an old lady, according to Hannah, I'm oh. perfect. Oh, Let, let's, bring that, yeah, let's bring that back and make <laughs> Hannah feel really bad. Um I guess now I, I kind of want to jump into the uh, HVAC side of things. Hannah yes. and Von answer questions. But this might be a bit of Hannah and Von answer questions, uh, ask questions. Okay. Well, because, I mean, you'll probably have some on this, but this Yvonne. But I feel like Tracy may have slightly more or mm-hmm. at least more detail because we know she's big on detail. But <laughs> I want to I talk about dressing room etiquette. Oh, yes. Oof. Okay. Yeah. No. Tracy, take this one. And, and, and we're I'll... talking in the theatre? Yeah, 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 in the theatre. Yeah. Okay. Um, for me, the biggest thing is keeping it very tidy mm. um, and deodorant. It always comes up. It, I know it does, but unfortunately, no matter how often you say it, you get the people who think, oh, that's not me. They're not yeah. talking about me. No, and I think the key with that is sometimes it's reapplication. Because, like, yeah. as someone, like, I'm a runner in my gym days, you know, I used to go to the gym after work. And so it's like, I start my day with deodorant and then I go to the gym and I'm like, you might need to reapply, yeah. you know? Yeah, exactly. And so if yeah. you're out on stage doing, like, a 20-minute dance break... Might need, yeah. Just a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. And the yeah. other thing, another thing I learned from Joy was roll on, not spray yes. on deodorant. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Well, yeah. I mean, spray on's not that great for the environment as no. well. Just, you know, sustainability. Yeah. Yep. And to add to that, um, another thing with dressing room etiquette is just to be very respectful of people's um, spaces. Mm. So not only their own costumes and their own street clothes and things, but some people can feel a little bit awkward getting changed in front of others yeah. so yeah. not standing there gawking and whatnot just focusing on yourself and doing your own thing rather than trying to be involved in what's going on around you mm. Mm. yeah that respect thing of, of everyone's space and yeah exactly i agree with that 100 percent. one yeah. kind of sub question i want to ask on dressing room etiquette is how do we feel about dressing gowns in the dressing room yay or nay you know, people like you, you like to bring it so you can put it on, like when you're eating or like in yeah. between. You know, they have their place, I think, because yeah, we don't like people eating in costume, and mm. and those that 
smoke or vape and stuff and want to go outside, they have to cover up. They can't yeah. go outside in there. I mean, costumes. I'd be like, take it off because you don't want any residual. Yeah, I mean yeah. that that that's yeah. me as a me talking like I'm a performer when I haven't been on stage in years. But like, <laughs> I would always be the take it off fully because I just didn't trust myself when I was eating food. You yeah, know, yeah, even yeah, if I yeah. put my hoodie on or something, I'm just like, I don't want to risk it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the other thing. A lot of them wear them dressing gowns and that just to keep warm. Yeah. Too. So I guess depends what you're doing. Mm. I think, but yeah, and they have their place. They have their place. Probably the only time I'd really excuse it would be on a double show day. Oh, and fair. people need to keep warm between. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, big performances, but generally downstairs or behind stage or wherever, it is fairly warm. Mm. Yeah. Um, maybe dancers might need something a little bit more. Um, yeah, I think it's the it's the changing from vastly different temperatures. That's mm. always a bit of a mash, eh? Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. oh, you add a quick change in the mix and, and yes, you're away. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, see, the, on quick changes, actually. <gasps> We've had some goodies, haven't we, Trey? <laughs> sure have. Oh, see, that I've immediately that <laughs> makes me want to ask, like, what's the fastest one you've ever done? Oh, oh. Yeah, you okay. Go. Okay, it would be um, Ruby when she was playing Mary Lennox in Secret Garden and there were three of us yeah. to change her from outerwear, streetwear, um, to a nightgown and we had 12 seconds that's not enough time it was so fast you know what stresses me out about quick changes again as someone who like has not assisted in one <laughs> but i'm just it's the shoes shoes stress me out because you always do them last and that you they always have it so you step in but i'm just like shoelaces <laughs> like I, I, yeah. it stresses yeah. me out there's tricks yeah. For shoes, um, yeah. depending on like if it is laced up, we usually use elastic instead of laces. Oh, okay. Um, if it's like character shoes slash dance shoes, there's the quick change buckles that you can put on, on them. Okay, which is what I try to do now for most of the people. Um, ideally, if you're doing a quick change, <laughs> you try to avoid having to change shoes. If yeah. You can. yeah. Um, but then, can you still you you just get changed and leave your shoes on? Depending on the costume, yeah, yes. I'm, I'm yes. like miming pants right now. Yes. If anyone's wondering, <laughs> yeah, no, at least you're miming putting them on and not pulling them off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is a family friendly show. Um, but Tracy, I have to ask, what's the quickest quick change you've ever done? <laughs> Again, it, it takes a team to do it. Um, admittedly, recent show Chicago, if I'm allowed to mention it, um, that was 20 seconds, and literally Courtney came running off stage and she was still running while we were changing her. Oh, you've got a really good story about Sam and Avita, haven't you? Was that you? Oh, no, sorry. Oh, no, that, yeah, no, I, I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't oh, dressing then. Okay. But I, I, yeah, I can tell you my weirdest place to do a costume change. Yeah, yeah let's go. Yeah, yeah. Just, just keep everything My <laughs> above strangest board. place I've ever changed somebody. Well, I've got a couple of them, but... Um, was for the statue unveiling, for the Riff Raff statue unveiling. Oh, yeah. Back okay. in whenever that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 14 um, years ago. Yeah. Um, I had to change the young fella that was playing Riff Raff, for want mm. of a better word, in a cherry picker. Oh, that's cool. And there was me and one other person helping in this tiny little cherry Were picker. They, was it up? It was up. Okay. Yep. <laughs> and he had to change his whole outfit including 
thankfully he was able to underdress like the suspenders and the yeah. stuff like that. But that has to be the weirdest. Could place. people see you? No, no. It was all. It was all. That is, that's awesome. It was so cool. It was so cool. You've just mentioned something really cool that maybe you could explain, and that's underdressing. Underdressing, yes. Um, Ideally, again, for quick changes, if if it's able to, is to underdress the next costume. Like, for instance, um, if you've got a, like, for a woman, like if they go from one dress to another dress, if you can have the other dress on underneath the first one yeah it just helps with time yeah um, i feel not, like this explains a lot of magic tricks it does oh, yeah. i know we don't want to give too much away <laughs> um but it, it's not always comfortable for the the actor actress mm. you know who's actually having to do it but it depends it totally depends on the yeah on yeah the costume but ideally if we can underdress we will and the other thing with underdressing is that the second costume the one underneath isn't actually visible mm. yes yeah. yeah, when it's visible, yeah. it does take away from the magic. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. gosh, I'm learning so much today. <laughs> and actually, on the on the, I'm glad we were talking about dressing because I I've got a song <laughs> that um it's called Dress Up because I I like to go on theme and we've just been talking about dressing so now it feels very fitting. So oh. I'm gonna, I'm going to break for the song and um then we can get back to asking Tracy heaps more questions because it's <laughs> I feel like it's it's bloody interesting, mate. <laughs>
That was Dress Up by uh, The Regrets. Uh, Bit of of a bop, very topical, because I've been talking costumes and quick changes and a bit more in between uh, with uh, (laughs) Waikato Costume Hires. uh, Tracy is here. And then uh, Yvonne is back for episode 150. My 150th time on the show. I know, you don't look a day over like four times being a guest. No, it's probably more than that. I don't know where I, that, that wasn't my best gag. We'll just move forward, eh? <laughs> hey, it's it's sometimes a hit, it's a hit and a miss. But um, you know, we were talking about dressing room etiquette uh ahead of that song break. And I guess one thing that popped into my mind and I feel like is a good segue is uh pre-show rituals and habits. Ah, yes. And I feel like this is linked to dressing room etiquette because I, I talked to my sister, a friend of the show, Kilda Missy. Kilda she, Missy? She's a performer, like she's an actor, and she always likes to brush her teeth. And I've, mm. you know, I've acted and I never used to do it. I'd be like, oh, no, I've, you know, I've brushed my teeth this morning. I'll brush them when I get home or whatever. But she's like, no, I always have to brush my teeth before I go on stage. Mm. And so I, I was interested to know how you guys feel about that. Because, I mean, you've, you've both been on stage, both been backstage. Any particular feelings towards that? Um, once again, a little bit like with the other etiquette is you just need to be really mindful. Um, and some people take a long time to get into character. Mm-hmm. Um, they might need to sit quietly for 15 or 20 minutes um, and not have anyone coming at them yapping. Whereas some people can just switch it on immediately mm-hmm. like that and yeah. they're in character and they're ready to go. So you just need to be aware that if somebody's not talking to you, it's not because you've offended them. It's because they're just concentrating to get themselves in the right space to put on a good performance. Mm, yeah. And um, with dressing rooms here in Hamilton, quite often the ensemble, like there might be six or seven people sharing a room and there might be one person out of that six or seven that just needs some quiet time. And yep. quite often there's nowhere for them to go. So... Um, and if they haven't, if they're not confident enough to explain it, you just need to keep an eye on how everyone's doing. Just check in. Are you okay? And if they say, yep, then just leave them to it. Mm. Yeah. And actually going to brush your teeth, that's a good yeah. way to find time by yourself. Well, yes and no, because not- um, I've been on a few shows <laughs> with Ham Op and it's become such a thing that there'll be like eight of them brushing their teeth together and all eight of them have to do it at the same time every night around two basins. Oh, okay. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is just a lot of spit happening. Um, <laughs> actually, not related but semi-related, brushing your teeth, I have started, when you brush your teeth, do you put the toothpaste on and then put water on and then put it in your mouth? Yes. I'm just doing the action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do. Because yes. I have started, because I heard it um, on the radio, that you don't actually need to wet the toothpaste again because there's enough like moisture in your mouth. So I'm just doing that. And honestly, it's, I feel so much more efficient. So you just <laughs> put the toothpaste on and then you just, you're good no, to no, go. No, 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 no. No, I couldn't do that. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, prove me wrong. Um, if, if there's any dentists listening, um, please hit up the That's the Ticket with Hannah Mooney Facebook page if I'm talking absolute rubbish, which is always possible, but, you know. Yeah. I'm just getting back to um, pre-show rituals. Yes, let us get back on topic. Oh, yeah. Um, so one that I saw, we were doing Mamma Mia at the Founders, and this guy, like, 
he'd like run around in the rehearsal room at Founders, which was a really cool space. And then to really hype himself up, he'd throw himself at the wall, like chest first. Oh my and gosh. That's, we did that every night. I'll tell you who off air. And that was just kind of his way of like just getting really pumped and ready to oh, hit it. Right. Okay. I'm just going to say, don't try that at home. No, no. 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 Potentially not good for you or the wall. <laughs> you no. like, you've got to respect the building. You've got to respect the space. <laughs> don't um, do it at a new theatre when it arrives. Yeah, just, just do some push-ups. Yeah. Um, and then oh, I guess alongside of that, the um, part of getting ready for a show is there's vocal and physical warm-ups as yeah. well, dance warm-ups. So um, people may not need to find a space to do that extra thing like brush mm. their hair and brush their teeth. I don't know, sail. Hail Mary three times or spin mm. in a circle, whatever it may be. Because, Tracy, as someone, you know, a what's the word? Costumier? Is that the term? Costumier. Costumier. Yeah. I like um, Kind of like Lumiere. I love using it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I feel like we need something a bit more like badass than wardrobe lady. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or wardrobe mistress, yeah. as it always used to be. As someone who's often head of wardrobe and yes. um, kills it, like, do you, you've been doing theatre for ever yes. so like do you have your own pre-show rituals because i do want to stress that it's not it's not specific to just people performing on stage uh, <laughs> do you want the truth yeah uh, yeah i'm, I want I'm the sorry radio i'm going to okay um yes we do okay um starting like this is starting from like the moment we walk into the theater okay okay i always go i always go around the dressing rooms make sure that everybody's got what they need they're not missing anything and stuff because that happens relentlessly um if we've got quick costume changes backstage if the cast member themselves isn't presetting it themselves which they should Mm. i will go and preset a costume, depending on who who you're dressing and mm. stuff like that. Um, and then once the cast go to their physical and vocal warm up, the wardrobe team also have their own little ritual of a warm up, and mm. that usually entails a small glass of port. Oh, now I understand why you guys were giggling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. because we don't officially do it. No, because oh, okay. it's not really allowed, but no. it's only like a little shop. We're us. all about getting the tea here on TTT, <laughs> and don't worry, we can keep a secret. It's just us. No yeah, one else just, is yeah, listening. No, one's no, listening. No, no, yeah. not. no, no, no stage managers that I've ever worked with out there will be listening to this. So, I mean, no. is it okay? Um, that's quite fun, though. It is, and yeah. it's it's kind of, I, I, dare I say, it's just like a little camaraderie thing, and we, yeah. Yeah. we cheers to the show or to, you know, something that might have happened the night before or somebody might have had a bad day. I mean, mm, it's kind yeah. of just a way of coming together and just, like, as the te- as our team, um, because the cast have, the, they are, they're a team on mm-hmm. their own, and often the backstage crew and stuff like that kind of get a little bit missed out. So the wardrobe team is a little bit of a sisterhood. It is, Mm. absolutely. Um, And the other reason for getting everyone together is somebody may be away or Mm. sitting in the audience at night, so just double-checking who's going to do which quick change and also a chance for particularly whoever's in charge just to eyeball everyone and make sure everyone's okay Okay. getting into it and if we need to make any adjustments and that if 
perhaps um, there's mending that needs to be done, then mm. you say, oh, so-and-so, can you please pop down and just put on that zipper or yeah, whatever yeah. it may be. Yeah. So it's, it's it's kind of a briefing, you know, yeah. like a team briefing. Um, just happens to have a little little sniffle of port to go with it. Oh, <laughs> I love this. I'm getting all the goss. Um, okay. Stepping away from uh, pre-show rituals and habits, I do want to take the opportunity because, as I keep saying, like, Tracy, you've been doing theatre for ages. Mm-hmm. Like, you own Waikato costume hire. Yep. You do a lot of wardrobe, but that's not all you do. That's no. not all you've done in the theatre. And I do. I want to talk about. I want to talk about like props and set mm-hmm. because you do a bit of that. And yes. well, earlier in the show, you when you mentioned that you're big on detail, and then it. Like triggered a memory. I went and saw uh, Hamilton Playbox's Geezers. I think it was last year. Yep. And that set, you worked <laughs> on that set, didn't you? Because mm. there were some little Easter eggs on that set, there and were. the 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 detail, and like I, it, it was to the point that I noticed it. Yeah. And so I oh. I, I guess I want to ask: is, is that something that you always strive to do when you work on sets? Yeah. Um. My husband Grant has um, he builds most of the sets that mm. we work on, and between him and I, we are very good at like these little Easter. This, this yeah. word Easter eggs is something new to me. I'd never ever oh, known no, that was a thing until yeah, a just thing. recently. Tracy's been um, hiding Easter eggs since before people had Easter eggs, yeah. and I didn't even know that that's what they were called. But that's fine. Um, but yeah, and it's because and it's not for. A lot of it's for the cast mm. as well because they get a kick out of seeing those little details. Mm. Um, and and can I say it, but every set that Grant builds, he, there's always a Superman symbol on every set. That's amazing. Um, oh, see, now Forum was a good one. And it was, that was probably one of the best ones, actually. Yeah. Oh, gosh, I wish I'd known this sooner now. Um, oh, yeah, you've got to look for them. Every, every, yeah, every set, and it's usually, it's visible, like, mm. to the audience. It's not something that's hidden or anything like that, but it, they're there. So anyone now who goes to watch a show that mm. Grant has built the set, there will be a Superman symbol somewhere on the on the. Okay. See, now I wish I could go back in time. <laughs> but, like, again, I, ke- I keep bringing up the geezer's set, but I think yeah. the thing that struck me with that, again, the Easter eggs, but also the, the attention to detail, yeah. because yeah. geezer's, it was set in, uh, like, a rest retirement, retirement home. home yeah. Yes. And the thing is, like, it's the small touches that made it look like it was lived in. Yeah. It's often so many times you see, like, coffee tables and you see bookshelves and everything is, like, perfect. Oh, everything yeah. looks mm. like it's placed. Whereas I think what you do, Tracy, is you're like, okay, everything's going to be, like, it quotes, look normal, look lived. lived. In. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Authentic. you know, something's going to be higgledy-piggledy, but it's not going to look placed higgledy-piggledy. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. people will like, be like, okay, I'm going to place this on an angle. And I'm like, well, no. That just looks like you've put it like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know if I. It's very. I'm trying to explain something that's very visual on radio right now. Yes. <laughs> but I, I. I don't know. I just wanted to. I guess talk about it and then off that because you know I'm saying that I think you do such a good job of making stuff look authentic. Thank you. There's probably a degree of effort involved in that with sourcing 
the right stuff so it looks right for the time. Yes, yeah. Again, the attention to detail thing. I, I'm a stickler for making sure, even in costuming as well, that mm. it has to be right for the era. I I need to know. One of the first things I always ask a director is, when is this set? Yeah. What mm. what year, what era, what, you know, if it's not obvious to the show. Mm. Um, and then, again, work with the director um, for what they see and then I build on that or we build on that from, from there. So, so with yeah. costumes, like if it's, you know, set in like the 20s, mm-hmm. does that mean you're constantly trying to find stuff that's from the 20s or stuff that can be made to look like it's from the 20s? To make it look like, yeah. I mean, ob- obviously, you're trying to, trying <laughs> yeah, to source some stuff. Is I, I, mean, I try to get as authentic as I can. Like, yeah. uh, For instance, Young Frankenstein that I've just done, mm. That was set in the 1930s. Yeah. So I had I made sure that everything was within that era. Not only that, it was also set in Romania. So I kind of did a lot of research on mm. the village costumes, particularly to make them look authentic-ish. Yeah. Ish. Um, yeah. I just I I don't like going to a show that you know set in a certain time and then they're dressed in like 1980s gear oh, or something no. like that. You know, it, to me, it's just it's not right. It just that's right. It I just mean, doesn't do right. Yeah. My thing also, and I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on this, is stuff that's set in air quotes present day. Yep. Thoughts on people just wearing their own stuff or getting something separate. Yeah, um, that was always a hard one. Mm. Um, often I will ask them to bring along some of their own stuff as long as they're okay with that because some people are like, oh, because, mm, I mean, a show can be quite rough on costumes. Yeah, There's yeah, no, for sure. no mm. doubt about that, especially if they're dancing in them and, you know, choreographers love people rolling on the floor mm. and all that sort of stuff. So I'm very mindful of that. Um but if if I can provide it or whatever, I would rather do that. But sometimes there's just the little little bits that you're going, well, if you've got it in your wardrobe, can you please bring yeah. it in? And then know? the other thing is the cast need to bear in mind that whatever that item is, it's going to live at the theatre for a couple yes. of weeks. That was so going to be my next question. They're not going to be taking their jeans home or anything, though. It's going it to, has stay to stay there. there. Yeah. And you can tell when a show has had some sort of costume designer look over everything or as to when people have just walked in and said, oh, no, this is kind of street clothes, this will do. It just doesn't look cohesive. Mm, And not only do you, as a costume designer, need to um, pull together things that fit within the era and the story and everything that goes with it and the characters, but also you've got to look at things like colourways. So it might background we don't look at it immediately but over time I think oh actually there's a lot of shades of kind of red and maroon and that's mm. what ties it together mm. so that's what I yeah that's one again one of the scenes in Young Frankenstein I don't when know whether most people probably didn't notice it but I did one scene where all the girls were in polka dots I think I actually did notice that um, yeah and I just it didn't start off that way, but it's kind of like as I started pulling these dresses that looked of the era, mm. I'm like, polka dots, polka dots. Okay, right, this is going to be the theme for that number. Yeah. yeah. And I had the lady that does all the costuming for, I think it's Dio. Mm. Um, and she came up to me after the show and she went, 
oh my god, that whole scene. She said, I she said I just love that how you'd pulled it together. I thought, oh thank goodness, somebody who actually <laughs> understands what I'm doing. Yeah, you know, your attention to detail is shared by others around the community. And I love that. <laughs> you're not alone. We're, yeah. you know, yeah. we're, we're all in this together. Yeah, yeah. So that was cool, but I do, I do. You know, try. My ultimate goal is I would love to do a whole scene in monochrome. Ooh, Mm. okay. I wanted to do it for Young Frankenstein, but there was nowhere that kind of lent itself to that. Yeah, but yeah, um, it's it's ideally I'd love to do a whole show like that, but. I think one scene okay. of a show would, but it would have to be the right show. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, good things happen to those who wait. I know. So stay tuned. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. If it happens, we're going to have to talk about it. Even though it's an entirely visual experience, we will talk about yes. it. On that's the ticket. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I want to break for another song because I've got to get in a uh, very important segment on uh, that's the ticket. Sure. Rick's pick. It is Rick's pick Rick's time. Rick's pick. So I have an uncle Rick. Um, he's a great listener of. Uh, radio. He's also a great uncle. Um, and uh, when he found out I was starting Bats the Ticket here on Free FM, he was like, okay, Hannah, I'm going to give you a list of songs, and every week we can play Rick's Pick. Oh, awesome. And um, so I'm going to play the 150th Rick's Pick today. Nice. Yay! Um, and I try to go on theme. He didn't have any songs about wardrobe. <laughs> um, and so I feel like this is fitting. It's, it's actually also a banger of a track. Um, it's a song by a band called Hot Chocolate. Um, and it's called You Sexy Thing. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, when you've got a uh, Tracy on wardrobe, that's how you're going to be feeling. But, um, Absolutely. Yeah, here's to uh, 150 picks, Uncle Rick. Yeah. 
150th Rick's pick, uh, You Sexy Thing by Hot Chocolate. And uh, part of the reason I picked that song, uh, not only because it's a great song, but because uh, I've been talking costumes and wardrobe with uh, Tracy from Waikato Costume Hire and a uh, friend of the show, Yvonne. Um, but I, I guess we're nearing the end of the show and uh, Yvonne had the bright idea. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let me do this little lead into it. Can yeah. I? Can I? Okay. Um, we're talking about costumes. I just want to talk about personally my biggest disaster in costumes, and that was uh, we were at the Founders Theatre, and I think it might have been Oliver in 2012, and I had to go and put a load of washing in the washing machines downstairs, mm. and for whatever reason, the entire tech room flooded, and I know, <laughs> but that's not actually the worst thing that's ever happened at a ham op show at Founders Theatre, is it, um, Tracy? No, in the same washing machine, actually, so to speak. <laughs> um, yeah, not my proudest moment at all. Um, Safe space. Okay, it was cats. It was a set of costumes that had been around the country. Uh, oh, Australia. We got them in Australia. Oh, yeah, gosh. sorry, that's yeah. right. Um, count, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm afraid. <laughs> um, one of the costumes in in Cats is a pure white cat. Yes. Victoria. Vic, thank yeah, you. Yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't have remembered the name. <laughs> now, it was not final dress, the one beforehand, and I thought, I'll put a load of washing on because, you know, they're getting a bit stinky. They've been washed a million times. They'll be fine. Threw the white cat in with all the other cats. Oh, no. White cat came out very grey. Oh, no. Not like medium grey. Just grey. Grey, grey. Charcoal grey. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And I thought, oh, nah, it'll be fine. It's fine. It's absolutely fine. And the poor wardrobe, head of wardrobe at the time, 
wasn't actually there when I did this. Um, anyway, the girl who was wearing Victoria, the next night she came up to me, she goes, my costume doesn't look as white as it should. And I, and I had to confess to her what I'd done. So the day before opening night, our wardrobe head, Kathy, had to make a whole new costume. <laughs> Oh, mate. <laughs> yes. Oh. Not, not my finest moment. No, there was no saving it, unfortunately. No. But Kathy turned around quick oh, smart. I, oh, she was 24 hours of I opening. I owed and... her big time, but yeah. I, I have never lived it down, to no. be honest. No. It keeps popping up. Thanks, Yvonne. That's one of our favourite sisterhood <laughs> stories, isn't it? It is. Um, no, but it's, it's a learning experience. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And even now, like, with the shop with Waikato Costume Hire I'm very mindful of what I put in the wash <laughs> she's never missed either garment since no never oh thank you for sharing I know I just yeah we've, we've all been there um, I think mine is uh, I was in the Lion the Witch in the wardrobe and I was a beaver and um, I was Mrs Beaver and I had this big beaver suit I had a singlet that was made out of a duvet so it would kind of you know, hold you out. out. Yeah. yeah, and then I had this big suit and a big tail, and the tail was full of like bean bag filling, oh, and it wow. was it was very long and very huge, and I just like beaver around, and this isn't even me. I didn't do anything wrong, Mum. I promise. Um, <laughs> she was directing the show, and it was just one scene. I was on stage. I was going to exit, and. Um, my best mate Megan, who was playing Susan, was following me and she stood on my tail. Oh, no. And like the tail did not break or anything, the costume was fine, but I just remember like it felt like I was being pulled back and I I'm about to mime it, but I was like, like this big jerk like on stage and I just think about it and I probably no one noticed it. I just remember what it felt like. And then she stood on my tail and she was del- delivering her dialogue. And I'm like, I can't move. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, that's that's probably as close as I get to not a disaster, but, like, a kind of... A slight malfunction. A, a costume moment, I guess. Yeah. You've reminded me of another tail thing. And that's, again, coming cats. back to cat, cats in 2008. And the cats all are involved in a fight scene mm. and um, a trail who played Mungo Jerry he was conked out during mm. the fight scene and someone realised and so they dragged him off the founder's stage by his tail, by his tail. Oh. <laughs> I'm glad the tail withstood because yeah. 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 you yeah. know I yeah. think I he saw that to it. I was quite yeah. young but I remember watching that show mm. and because yeah. I'm like is cat suitable for children? I mean, it's not like it's not age appropriate. It's just like I just remember going and being like, "Look at all these cats!" Because like I was young enough to think that they were cats. Yeah, yeah. And um, like the the set, it's like it's a visual spectacle, and obviously oh, yeah. the music's like yeah. classics. You know, classic as. Um, okay. Uh, before I break into upcoming events, mm-hmm. any other kind of zingers anyone wants to share? Oh, it's okay if not. I mean, there's always your zips go on. Oh, you know, fair. When you're doing a quick change, it's always the worst time. Um, that's where Velcro's the most amazing invention ever. Yeah. Um, and I've seen um, on stage people have realised that somebody's skirt's about to fall to the ground and oh. so they've gone and zipped them back up or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. You, you make it work, eh? Yeah. You do. You yeah. Know. I mean, you, yeah, there's always going to be... S- small things like that happen but yeah nothing I'm, major that I can think of I'm always a huge fan of when people 
either miss their on cue or something happens behind the scenes. No shame. And they manage to seamlessly slip in on stage. Yes. Yeah, like in the company that's... and they manage to like get in, in, in the same choreo moment and it's yeah. like, I was here the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> like mad respect for it. Yeah. Um, but I guess instead of talking about amazing moments on stage hypothetically, I'm going to break into upcoming events of so you know what you can go see. Mm. On stage. That segue was almost there. We'll pretend I nailed it. Um, But uh, Tracy, I guess I'll ask you if you got anything coming up. Yes. um, Legally Blonde at Morrinsville Theatre. Yep. Opens Friday the 13th of October, which happens to be my birthday, and closes on the 21st. Um, So get your tickets for that. Get amongst it. Um, That's going to be a fun show. Um, very pink, very apt for Barbie at the yes, moment. Yes, yeah. Um, but no, it's a great cast. Yeah, great company. Um, young director, Eckhard. Yeah, Decker. yeah, friend of the show. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's going to be great. Fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. Anything else on the books? Um, yes, and then I'm doing Footloose at Riverley Theatre at the end of the year. I think that opens on... Gee, she's just going back to back. 18th of November to the 9th of December. Oh, this is nothing unusual for me. Yeah, fair. Last year we did six shows back to back. Okay. Yeah. Which, All right. Not doing that again for. A- <laughs> <laughs> if I-, I had a dollar for every time I heard that on oh, that's the yeah, ticket. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, if I have you back on, uh, people are classic for being like, I'm gonna have a break, and then they'll be back on the show in two weeks because they've got a new thing. Something yeah, else. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. Okay. Avon. Anything on the books other than going and reviewing heaps of shows? Going and reviewing heaps of shows, really. Sweet. Um, If you're keen to get, uh, you know, the inside scoop on a show before you go and see it, uh, Right On For The Arts has a lovely website and a lovely uh, Facebook page and Instagram page that uh, you should follow. Yes, absolutely. And hit me up. More than happy to pop out and review things. Yeah, she's very good most of the time. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, back on me. Uh, Upcoming events. Here's some of the stuff um, happening around the place. I'm not going to pretend I'm a definitive guide because otherwise that would be a whole episode of me just listing things. (laughs) Um, But I do want to kick things off with a congratulations uh, to last week's guests from Hamilton Musical Theatre as Hairspray the Musical has opened and uh, has sold out the entire season ahead. So uh, mahi pai to the entire team and uh, break all the legs. Um, that's a bit of theatre speak there. Um, and then uh, elsewhere about the place, over at the Meteor, Atamira Dance Company is uh, set to return with their new work, Tomo. The show will run uh, 18th of August at 7.30pm and then the 19th of August at 4pm. Full details and tickets are at themeteor.co.nz. And uh, on the topic of dance, Clarence Street Theatre have uh, the New Zealand Dance Company in with Nightlight on the 17th of August at 7.30pm. More info on tickets at ticketech.co.nz. And then uh, friend of the show and family of me, award-winning actor Jordan Mooney, who you might have seen on stage and screen, is uh, running an acting workshop this weekend uh, from 9.30am to 4pm on Saturday the 18th and Sunday the 19th of August. Uh, the workshop's taking place at uh, Unirec in Gate 1 of the University. And uh, there is a cost involved for the two-day course and payment plans are available. So if you're keen to um, get amongst that or find out more, you can get directly in touch with Jordan and register via email. Uh, You just need to reach out to jowmooney at gmail.com. Don't worry, I'll put the details up with the podcast, fam. (laughs) Um, But to my wonderful guests, uh, 
feel like this has been a lovely way to celebrate 150 episodes. Yeah. It's exciting. Thank you. Hey, any time. And, um, yeah, next time we have to do it in the shop. I, absolutely. <laughs> yes. oh, that would yep. be so cool. Yeah, I think so. But um, I feel like I've got to give the last word or the last song uh, to my dear friend, dear friend Yvonne. Because um, Yvonne always brings songs to the show. And uh, this one I didn't know. I can't believe she didn't know it. I'm absolutely <laughs> appalled. I know, but I'm I'm so glad that you brought it into my life. Oh, that's nice. Oh, I was um, first of all, I had to go through all the emails and all the messages and try and figure out which what one. Yeah. yeah. So then I just created a playlist, and um, I always try and like I've got a million songs up my sleeve, but I always try and bring something that's kind of upbeat. Yeah, and, and so. The song is it's called Midnight Blue by Lou Graham. Yeah. And so reasoning behind this one. I just love it. You just love it? <laughs> yeah, I there's no particular reason why it's just um Okay, righty ho, there is. Um, <laughs> All right, we're at the end I of the show. To, so. Okay. Um, I used to go out with a boy and they played this in their band and everyone always hit the dance floor and it's just a great song. Okay. I'll I'll it reminds I'll take me that. of him. Oh, that's lovely. No. Um, question. Tracy, did you know this song? Um, I, maybe when I hear it. You will when you hear it. Okay, yeah. I was I just... Don't know it by the name, sorry. I was seeking validation. Um, but uh, to my lovely listeners, thank you. Please stick around for the next 150 episodes. Um, until next week, Matewa.
don't know when, but soon they're gonna come a day, baby. I'll be back again. Use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.